turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or smartphone, or watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Well, today uh, is Tough Topic Tuesday. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. And, of course, if you're not new, um, you probably can say it with me. So you ready? Here we go. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and I want to talk today about the tough topic of balancing community compassion uh, with personal responsibility. Community compassion versus personal responsibility. And here's another way of putting it uh, it takes a village or Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. <laughs> Which one, right? Because uh, we, we we probably say them both, don't we? We say it takes a village. Or we say you need to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, meaning sometimes we just need people to take personal responsibility. Other times we realize, no, you know what? As much personal responsibility as one takes, they still need some help, and we need to help one another out. So what is the balance? Where is the balance? And where do you fall? Do you fall more on the community compassion it takes a village? Or do you fall more on the pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, personal responsibility? And then we begin to look at it from a political standpoint. You may find that more of the Republican platform is personal responsibility and more of the Democratic platform is uh, community compassion it takes a village of course there's overlay on on both of those but i'm just kind of putting it in generalistic terms and then scripturally uh you know we are told to be our brother's keeper 
And then at the same time, you don't work, you don't eat. So, I mean, you can see them both ways, right? So I'm wondering, where do you fall? How do you balance it? Which side do you fall on more than the other? Do you need some balance because you feel like, you know what, I've got a lot of the community compassion piece, but I need more of the personal responsibility piece in the way I look at life or vice versa. Well, that's what the topic is today. Let's see if we can uh, have a conversation. I'm going to set the table right down here in the middle of those uh, polarities and invite you to join me in conversation at this uncommon table. Let me give you my phone number. It is a call-in talk show, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. So, you know, uh, in our culture right now, political culture, we're talking about health care, health care bill, uh, whether Obamacare or Trump care is better, and uh, whether you cut uh, from Medicaid, uh, you know, 22 uh, million folk that won't have uh, coverage, or uh, whether you mandate that people have to buy government coverage. I mean, you, see, you can see how this works, right? Uh, is it really a right? We say that it's a right for people to have health care. Is that true? Is there somewhere in the scripture that says, you know what, it is your responsibility as a culture uh, to make sure that everybody can get uh, get their bills paid when they need to go to the hospital because they need a shot? Is that really biblical? Uh, or is it uh, biblical when you see somebody laying on the side of the street? Uh, to go across that street and to help them up because that's your responsibility even though they are laid out. They're a victim maybe of someone being uh, beating them up like the, the Good Samaritan uh, proverb of the Lord, parable of the Lord. Or, you know, otherwise, uh, you know what? Listen, I don't know why they're in that state, but it's not my job to help them because they got in that situation. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about social justice and also personal responsibility, uh, community compassion, and uh, it takes a village. Have we become so individualistic as a culture that we want to make sure that everybody does their part? And if they don't, oh, well, that's on them. So <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's ask God for wisdom. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you give us all wisdom and you give us uh, so much grace that even those of us who take personal responsibility realize we couldn't do it without your strength and the ablement you give us with our limbs and our body and our organs and the breath that we uh, breathe comes because of the air you give us. So, uh, Lord, might we not be so uh, uh, proud that we don't uh, realize that uh, without the help of another, we couldn't be where we are today. But also it'll help us, Lord, not to take advantage uh, and get enabled by uh, folk that uh, we are playing and hustling all day too. So give us this wisdom along the way. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 888-432-7434. That's my number. I've set the show up pretty good, so I'm going to run to my commercial break here. But remember, uh, give me a call while my lines are open. Get in where you fit in. 888-432-7434. And as soon as I get back, I'm coming to the phone lines to talk to you. It takes a village or pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Hey, 
Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Hi, my name is attorney James McCollum, and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Well, I'm back. And if you need new roof, if you need a new uh, window, if you need new siding, whatever you need for your house, go and call HCR Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Put a new roof on. We're saving 100 bucks a month. Now we're going with the new windows and doors, and we're going to save even more money. And they have so many different services for your house when it comes to siding or uh, whatever it is that you need. Gutters, they hook you up. All you got to do is call Gus and tell Gus that Dr. Anderson sent you. You'll be good to go. Let me give you his number quickly. It's 888-991-2427. Let me give it to you one more time. Gus's number at HCR is 888-991-2427. If you're just tuning in, we're talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about trying to balance uh, community compassion, it takes a village, with... Uh, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps or personal responsibility. Where is the balance? Do you struggle with it? Uh, Let's talk about it. That's in the middle of the table now, and I'm going to go to my phone lines to talk to you now. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. We're going to kick the show off in Alexandria, Virginia, with Matt, who is on the line. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm well. I'm well. Thanks thanks so much for... uh 
for what you do and, and having all these the different topics per day. I, I really enjoy that. Yay. Well, thanks for listening, my friend. I appreciate it. So what are you thinking about this topic? Sure. Well, I've thought about this a lot recently, and something that I thought was interesting that I learned not long ago is that, you know, you hear people quoting the verse about bearing one another's burden. Yeah. And then you hear people quoting the verse about everyone should carry their own load, and those <laughs> actually occur in the same passage. Mm. And so, you know, whereas the, the load is more of a pack, I believe, like a lighter daily responsibility load, and mm. the the bear one another's burdens is more like the crushing burden. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really that could really inform us on this because mm. I think as humans, we tend to go to one extreme or the other. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I, I think the best way is usually a balance or somewhere in the middle. And yeah. as it, as it goes with that passage, I think if somebody is capable physically, intellectually, you know, if, 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 if they've been given the ability to yeah. provide for themselves or for other people to whatever degree that they have been, I think they need to be held accountable and encouraged to do that. Right. But I think for people that for people that can't provide for themselves, whether that's mm-hmm. temporarily or long term, like they, they really they really can't. Mm-hmm. It's out of their control. I, then I do think people and especially the church, we need to have a way that we can help support that, yeah. like the orphans and widows in biblical times. Yeah. Well, boy, I tell you what, you've broken that down so very well. Matthew, this idea of, look, do what you can and what you're able to do, uh, and in what is crushing you or you're unable to do, you know, get some brothers and sisters who can help you along uh, the way. I mean, that's really where the balance is. What happens is when it becomes so uh, prolific with uh, so many people who have crushing burdens, then before you know it, you have a crushed community. And when you then have a crushed community, what do you do? (laughs) That becomes uh, a a real big difficult situation, doesn't it? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Well, for for, for (laughs) instance— you have a crisis. Yeah, Yeah. and exactly. And we have a crisis on our hands here in the country. But think about it like like this. If you have a a community that doesn't have any grocery stores, right? All they have are corner stores, liquor stores. And in the corner stores, they just get juices and high fructose and and a bunch of chips and stuff that's unhealthy. So there's just nothing that's really uh, healthy for them. And it costs more. So now you have a whole community that is going to be unhealthy, obese. They don't have access to great foods. And, of course, if you're a businessman grocer, the last place you want to be is in a a, a, a terrible environment where you might get jacked. So, I mean, I understand both sides. You know, so then, like, at this point, we're like, look, it's your personal responsibility to be healthy. But then you don't even have any place you can go to really get healthy food. So, you know, my point is, in concert with your point, and that is how difficult this is, but where the balance is. And I appreciate you kicking the show off today, my friend. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. <laughs> Blessings to you. I'm glad you called me, my friend. Let me keep moving. I'm going to go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Al, who's on the line. Hey, Al, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Well, I just want to first uh, excellent. I appreciate the show. First time caller. I don't often get to hear you because I'm at work, but um, it so happens that I'm, I'm off for the summer so I can hear you. So I, I really man. just had a comment to make Go for it. about uh, about it. So it's interesting, the, the example you give about bootstraps, because oftentimes you hear some you hear people use that example. Yeah. Well, and some people will respond, I would if I had some boots. <laughs> right, so, right, um, right. Yeah. If I don't have any boots, I, then what do I do, right? 
Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I agree. I think. I think it's a. It's a. It's a, a mix of both, and I think that we see biblical examples of that, where where God tells us to take personal responsibility for the care of ourselves. But we certainly also see examples of where God is looking out for for the poor. We actually see examples of that in the Old and New Testament. Right. Um, so, you know, he is he is concerned about community as well. So I do think that um, that there is a balance that should be had. But it is interesting when you just kind of look at things systemically, God— yeah has a heart for those that's less fortunate, and it's not just the case that you guys are that way because you're lazy. Right, um, right. God, seems, yeah, yeah. God does it because he knows we need one another, and it's very easy if you are doing well personally to then kind of look down your nose at other people that aren't doing so well, right? <laughs> right, right. And I, I mean, I, I do think that that some of these things. This is my personal uh, opinion, especially as an African American caller. I do think that some of these th- these things are systemic, and sure. um, when you are not kind of actively turning within w- within the community that's having a problem, it is easier for you to say, "Look at those guys over there. They don't they don't want to get out of it." But right. there are some things I think that are that are built into to where they are that makes it difficult, not impossible, but that right. makes it difficult. And I think those things are important to acknowledge and address. Well, I appreciate you jumping in and uh, placing your comment in the middle of the table here, Al. God bless you, my friend. Uh, may the Lord keep using you in whatever way he's doing. Let's keep rolling. We got Renee. She's in Haymarket, Virginia. Hello, Renee. Welcome. How are you? Hi there. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Good. Thank you. What are you thinking? Thank you. Um, so I am also... Um, saying that there should be a combination, about an 80-20 of uh, personal responsibility and about 20% of community responsibility as far as individual compassion. Um, Just a couple of personal examples I have is that um, at one point um, I had a husband and he left me, and so I was uh, left to, you know, um, pay the rent by myself, and this Uh was when I lived in Arlington. Right. And it was very expensive. And um, I found that I was having to use my credit card um, checks, Mm -hmm. which I'd never done. I know that's a terrible thing to do. My parents offered to help me, but Mm. I said, you know what? I'm a 30 year old woman. I shouldn't Mm. need the help of my parents at this point. And so I refused it. And Mm. so I did take on that personal responsibility. And I have since, and at the same time, I also decided that, well, this job that I have, is not going to pay the rent and it's right. not going to get me where I need to go. So I need to change jobs. And so right. I did that as well. And I worked myself out of debt. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, having said that, yes, people do. There are some situations if you do have, um, you know, a disabled child or mm-hmm. whatever it may, may be, and you cannot um, make the income that you need to make well, in order like, to pay for medical bills and such. Yeah, but it sounds like to me, Renee, that you are very driven and motivated and smart. And even though whatever happened with your marriage or whatever, uh, you even had a support system behind you with your parents, but yet you decided, look, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to grind. And that's very respectable mm-hmm. that you were able you were able to do that. I'm sure not everybody has that same kind of uh, – Ability, but it sounds like the Lord has kind of blessed you too with, look, 
if I can do it, I'm going to work hard at it. Your pride is at stake here, you know. So uh, absolutely, c- c- I was brought up in the Midwest, and I feel mm, like that's how a lot of Midwesterners are. I was uh-huh. brought up in Kansas, and so gotcha. how it is in Kansas, you you know, you may have to suffer and work hard for a period of time, but you'll be rewarded. Mm. Hey, well, listen, God bless you, sister. Thanks for hanging out with me here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're just joining us and you want to call, the number is 888-432-7434. We're talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about balancing community compassion with personal responsibility. Uh, Where do you fall on this? What do you think about it? Uh, And here's a catchphrase for each one. It takes a village or... Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Where, where do you fall? Uh, of course, we're all trying to balance them both, right? So we already kind of know that they're both good. Like we both ought to have uh, personal responsibility, and we both ought to be compassionate with the community of those who need help. Um, how do you think our culture is right now in our political debate, in our uh, debate within our churches, and our debate within our friendships? And guess what? Our debate within our families. Do we help this family member again? Or do we say, no, we're not going to enable this family member because actually they need to take some personal responsibility. That's why it's tough because it's not just always black and white. And that's why I wanted to have the conversation today. Maybe you even need help because you're stuck at the nexus of both. And you're trying to figure out which direction do I go? Do I go left and help some more? Or do I go right and say, you know what? Uh, you've used me enough. <laughs> okay. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Rico, who's in Washington, D.C. Hi, Rico. Welcome to the show. How are you? Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord, Lord. Um, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? Oh, praise the Lord, and praise I'm doing yourself. great. Thanks for listening, my friend. What are you thinking? Great. I'm an African-American male, but I wanted to give you, um, from a more broad perspective, I, okay. think it, um, I think when we think of areas, low income, we think of you know the African-American, Hispanic areas, but I was thinking... When you have places like Flint, Michigan, and Detroit, and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, they had those steel mills, and right. you know those industries have been subbed out to other countries, where it's not so easy to pull yourself back up, and that's been a big source of income for generations. Right. You're right about that. And and we had situations like Hurricane Katrina where people needed right. help. So I think that I think the broader perspective we need to understand, you know, yeah. the jobs went outsourced. You know, this is generations of people who work there. But as far as personal responsibility, I think when it's our personal responsibility to write our senators and email our um, our people who we put in power and, and call them out on, you know, their promises. Yeah. You know, when you're in an area and you don't like how police are treating you, you know, you need to email that chief or email your, your local officiant about what's going yeah. on and just demand better. I think that's, you know, that's also... Um, well, not, you know, I think that's part of being Christ-like. Well, and, you know, you make a good point about the systems that are around us. I mean, if the job system is broken because you live in an area where those either those jobs are going to another country or they're being automated, but it doesn't really matter to you, you ain't got a job. and You can't seem to find one in your right, town. Exactly. And so, yes, personal responsibility means I still got to write a resume. I still got to get up and go look for a job, but there's no job in my community then what do I do? And then how do I uh, uh, pick up the pieces? Do I move my family now? Do I, uh, you know, lean on the government now? These are real difficult issues, and it's no longer, you know, it's really not just black and Hispanic. As you know, as you know Rico, 
Because in Baltimore, I, I see more homeless white people in Baltimore than I've seen in any other city. Like every time I pull to a, exactly. and now now even in in Columbia, Maryland, I can drive I, I can drive down the street where my bank is, and there'll be a a, a a white dude in a wheelchair sitting there, guaranteed every day. And then I'll see an Indian family in Ellicott City, Maryland, you know, sitting at a corner by a Barnes and Nobles. And I'm just like, I'm looking, I'm like, man, this whole poverty thing is like a multicultural issue. And we can't just say it's, exactly. it's black folk anymore. We, and then you got veterans. Oh, my Lord. I mean, these are people who fought for the country and they can't even get a meal somewhere. So I, I think, you know, that whole personal responsibility thing is something we can preach all day long if we don't have this other side of community compassion to help lift the system with more jobs, with more shelters, with more uh, emergency management from the government, uh, things are just going to get worse. Hey, Rico, I, I really appreciate you hanging with me today, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you, Pastor. Talk Ble- to you soon. Blessings to you. That's Rico in D.C. Well, I love talking to y'all. We're about to head into the second half of the show as soon as I come off this commercial break. My phone number, if you want to call me and get in where you fit in, the number is 888 432 Seven four three four. I can't wait to talk to you. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're trying to figure out how do you live in this tension between community compassion, it takes a village, or personal responsibility. Come on now, pull yourself up from your own bootstraps. Stop laying around every single day crying about not having a job if you're not getting up and going out looking for one. You see, it's both sides, isn't it? But how about I bang my head every day to go look for a job, but I just need a, I need some help. Can you give me some unemployment, some money to help me get to a job interview? That's what we're talking about, friends. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. It's Real Talk with me, Dr. David Anderson. Hi, it's Chris Roth, and recently I was searching for new flooring, and my decision has been narrowed down to 50 Floor, and here's why. First, it's simple and easy. They bring the showroom to you while offering a wide variety of flooring options. No reason to drive all over town. Also, on the day of installation, you don't have to lift a finger, or furniture for that matter. They'll do it all for you. Move your furniture, take up and haul away your old floors, install the new floors, clean up, and leave. And now until the end of the month, you're going to save big with 50 Floor's free installation sale on all carpet, hardwood, laminate, and and vinyl. Plus, if you use the promo code WAVA, you'll receive an extra $100 off. 50 Floor also offers 12 months, same as cash financing. Call 877-50-FLOOR or go to 50floor.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Remember to use the promo code WAVA to receive an additional $100 off. Call today, 877-50-FLOOR or 50floor.com. Call 877-50-FLOOR. Pick up the phone, we'll be knocking at your door. Details and licensure at 50floor.com. Folks, I'm sure many of you would agree that surviving as a child in Haiti has got to be one of the toughest challenges any boy or girl should never have to face. Severe, relentless poverty, very little to eat, lack of education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are currently growing up illiterate. And that's because families earning less than $2 a day can't spare money to buy shoes, school books, or supplies. They need every penny for food just to survive. However, Cross International, in partnership with Divine Shelter Christian Schools, is changing that in Haiti. 
opening the doors of education to these suffering children and breaking the cycle of poverty. And that's where you and I come in. Your gift of $110 right now will provide a one-year scholarship and food for a year at a Divine Shelter Christian School in Haiti when you call 888-715-2525. That's 888-715-2525-888-715-2525. Or you can make your donation online at wava.com. Hi, my name is Todd Smedley, and I'm honored to be the pastor of Fourth Presbyterian Church in Bethesda, Maryland. Fourth Church is a community shaped by the gospel and is dedicated to Christ-centered worship on both Sunday mornings and evenings. It is our privilege to share our worship service with you every Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, right here on 105.1 WAVA. Please tune in Sunday mornings or come join us at 5500 River Road, Bethesda, Maryland. Thank you, and may God bless you. Life-changing talk radio, worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM, WAVA. 105.1 FM, WAVA. Inside for Living with Chuck Swindoll is heard weekday mornings at 6.30 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. I'm back. Real talk. Dr. David Anderson, that's me, and I can't wait to talk to you. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about the balance between community respons- community responsibility and personal responsibility, community compassion, uh, my brother's keeper, bear one another's burdens, uh, and personal responsibility. Uh, you don't work, you don't eat, right? <laughs> uh, and stop stealing and start working, uh, Ephesians 4 would put it like that. So here's my phone number, and I'm going right back to the phone lines because I want to talk to each and every one of you that I can. 888 Now, let's go back on the road uh, and talk to Mike, who's uh, driving in Maryland. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. How are you doing, brother? I'm well, thank you. Great. Thanks for calling. Uh, What are you thinking? uh, You know, I've given this this another one of those. I've given a a lot of thought to, and it's really difficult to have a good answer. Mm -hmm. But what I'm doing right now, and and I got this problem right now with my brother. Uh, My brother, he has problems. Okay. problems that he brought upon himself mm-hmm. and he calls asking for money and that and and uh, he called asking for food mm. now so i went uh, i went ahead and, and i got, bought this like 30 day uh, emergency food bucket and i uh, had it delivered to him and i decided i'll do that for a year uh mm. maybe not every month but uh, I, you can bet i'm keeping track of how many yeah and once it's once he's gotten the 12th one of those mm. i'm not giving him any more uh, so you know, it was, so wow. I kind of think like. Well, first of all, let me let me let me pause. And... Let me pause you there. First of all, to commend you, uh, good job. I mean, making sure that your brother's eating is a good job. Also, probably having an end to it is, I would say, be flexible, but communicate it to him so he kind of understands it. So it's not like a surprise. Here's the twelfth one. I thought you were going to feed me on thirteen month thirteen, and you just cut me <laughs> off. So make sure at some point you let him know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be a tough conversation, but I'll, I'll, I guess it's one I'll have to have. So, But in a larger sense, when we don't know most of the people who receive our charity, yeah, and so we don't really know their their circumstances. Hmm. So to me, I, I have kind of a weird look at it. I, I'm going to help four people. 
mm-hmm. you know, whatever the category, you know, feed, feed the hungry, clothes, feed, clothes, house. I'm mm-hmm. going to try my best to help four people okay. pass off the sower and the seed, you know, the four seeds. Oh, I see. Okay. And I figure one of them will. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was wondering how you got I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw out four seeds to charity mm-hmm. and, and pretty good seeds. And uh, after I've thrown out my fourth seed, you're on your own. Well, you know, at, at least you <laughs> have I, at least you have a system, though, Mike, which I like. At least you're thinking <laughs> you, you're not one of the Christians that basically say I made it on my own. God bless everybody else, and I'll pray for you. How can we say we love a brother if we do not meet their needs? And so, at least you have a system, um, but you don't want to become their welfare either. So, uh, way to go, okay. Thanks. All right, Mike. Talk to you later. Let me keep moving. Maria is in Washington, D.C. Let me go there. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Pastor Anderson. I haven't talked to you in a good while. I, the last time I talked to you was um, you prayed for my mom in cancer. Oh. Um, still praying that um, she had two surgeries so far, and okay. um, God is just taking her through it. Um I'm praying that she don't have to go through the radiation, but that's mm-hmm. what they're talking about next. Well, we'll lift her up. I'm just asking God to heal her in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, we'll lift, but, um, we'll lift her up. Your topic, mm-hmm. I just want to say it's more to give than to receive. Everything belongs to the Lord, mm-hmm. and if any way that we all can help, we just need to take a part. Mm. Well, that's a good point, and I thank you for making it right here on my show today, okay, Miss Maria? May your, may your mother be blessed and healed as well, okay? Amen, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, you know, uh, friends, we pay taxes, all right? Those taxes are to go to making sure that the civil environment that we live in is, is covering certain things. Uh, making sure that it's covering the infrastructure so we can drive around. Now, again, there's no biblical text that tells us we have to have paved roads, all right? We we are a people who are very blessed, uh, maybe even spoiled, all right? You get a couple potholes in your neighborhood and you're mad about it. But the reality is y'all have been to places around the world. They've never even seen paved roads. So there's no text that says the government has to pave your roads. But what we do is we pay taxes and expect that our schools are going to be good or, or, you know, as good as they can be, especially in, in my county where you're paying over 60 cents per dollar for education. It better be good. But taxes pay for your, you know, all of that. Taxes pay for and should pay for uh, a bunch of things with your police and your fire and all this other stuff. So we get it. And some of us live in neighborhoods where we pay a little extra uh, and takes care of our trash and, and, and things of that sort. Some of y'all are with associations with your uh, townhomes where they'll, they'll, they'll mow your lawns. You don't even have to mow your lawn or anything. All you got to do is pay your little townhouse fee, and you don't have to worry about any of that, and they beautify the neighborhood. So, I mean, we're used to this, right? Uh, but what what happens when people don't have any of that, right? Uh, and the taxes, your taxes aren't covering them. Your taxes are covering the things that you want in your nice area, in your nice neighborhood. But there's a whole other zip code where uh, their taxes are not covering covering them. We, we definitely have to find balance here with community compassion. Uh, while at the same time, we still have to tell people, look, it's still your responsibility to get up and go to school and study. If you don't do that, you're not going to get into college. You don't deserve to if you're not going to go to school uh, and you're going to keep skipping and cutting school. There are consequences when we don't 
uh, have uh, personal responsibility. So we need the we need the balance. And when I get back from my break, we're going to come right back to the phone lines because I want to hear from you, Shelly and uh, Marietta and Prophet and Susan and Yvonne. I'm coming to all of you as soon as I get back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. And I'm back. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. I hope you're enjoying the show. It's a tough topic, but it's one that uh, should touch all of our hearts. And that is balancing community compassion with personal responsibility. We need them both. Of course, if you have a family member who you have been helping for a while and uh, you're wondering, okay, am, am I actually enabling them not to take personal responsibility or am I being compassionate? You know, and do we have this? It takes a village mentality, which we should, by the way, right? There are over 21 uh, another passages in New Testament, over 18 for sure. Uh, depends on how you cut it, whether it's bear one another's burdens or, uh, you know, accept one another, welcome one another, love one another, serve one another. You get it, right? So we definitely know that Christianity is a one another religion, if 
if I can use the word religion in quotes without you uh, going too literal on, on me. So I want to talk to you about it. I'm ready to get back to the phone lines. Let me give the number once more, and then I'm going to Shelly in D.C. Here it is, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Shelly, who's on the line. Hi, Shelly. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. Can you hear me well? Oh, I can hear you very well. What are you thinking today, Shelly? Well, I am, um, I'm a giver. <laughs> so uh, most of my life I have spent helping people, mm-hmm. giving them shelter, food, clothing, any need. And um, I'm in my 50s. I have seen it all. Mm-hmm. So I have come to learn by experience that you can help. Yeah. But it's better to do it like the gentleman said, in an organized way, with a ah. purpose. Mm. And you have to ask the person to, to do some milestones while you help. Mm. Because if you just give and give and give, people take advantage of you. Yes. They don't get anywhere. You're not teaching them anything, only dependency. Yes, yes. But you have to put some threats. You have to put some milestones. You have to put some walls around your help. Wow. And... Honor your time, honor your family, put your priorities straight. Who is the most important person for you when you're a giver? Yeah, yeah. Well, you make such a good point. Otherwise, you will run your life. Well, you make such a good point. You can ruin your life. And thank you for making it on the show, Shelly. I'll let you go. You can ruin your life helping other people if you don't have your priorities straight. You gave us some really good wisdom there. And, uh, you know, even at my church, we uh, we feed 1,000 people per month uh, and about 20,000 per year if you add the holidays. And just as a sense of scale, the county that we live in, the county government, a collection of government funds, church funds, and other nonprofits together, that county food bank organization feeds about 25,000 per year. And our one church feeds about 20,000 per year, just to give you a sense of scale. And so we're dealing with people who are always in need of food, uh, as well as other services that we have. Uh, so think about it. After every single Sunday service, we have three of them. Uh, people can go to, to a, a door uh, in our building where they receive free groceries. Now, that is not to create a sense of dependency, but it is a, a sense of compassion. The question is, how do we interact with them to kind of help them so they're not living on this every single day or every single week? And that really is the struggle. And you are so right, Shelley, having a system so you can help people move from place to place and from level to level so that they move from dependency to in- independency or interdependency is absolutely critical. What a great word. Thank you. Let's go to Greenbelt, Maryland, talk to Yvonne, who's on the line. Hi, Yvonne. David Anderson here. How you doing? Uh, hi, Dr. Anderson. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm so well, my sister. Me? I can hear you great. Thanks for hanging with me. Absolutely. I can't think of a better place to be right now. Oh, aren't you um, kind? I appreciate your show, Dr. Anderson. I appreciate your callers and all of the information that they share with each other to mm. help us all to become better Christians. Amen. Uh, my comment is that uh, for me, I try not to be judgmental. That's the mm. first thing. Mm, good. Um, and reason being, Dr. Anderson, I I am not your typical person. For instance, uh, there was a period where I had no job, not because I did anything wrong, but the company made a decision that was in their best interest. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And so I went from making six digits mm-hmm. to making nothing. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
This went on for two and a half years. So what I did, like the previous caller said, I did find a little job. I went and did something I thought I would never do. I hate retail, but mm. I went to my neighborhood Walmart and said that? I need a job. Wow. And they gave me a job, and I did it during the season. Did okay, that, and I'll that, make this quick. Did that feel humbling? Dr. Anderson, I need to feed myself and my son. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, choices in terms of doing what I need to do, mm. my pride kind of goes deep. I have to put that thing aside. I'll, wow. I'll feel embarrassed later. I heard later. that. Go but, ahead with your hard work and yeah. self. <laughs> give, <laughs> hey, give me, your final, give me your final comment on this one, Yvonne. So my, my final comment is this. Uh, when I give, because I've been in a position that somebody looked at me, they never would have thought mm-hmm. what was going on was going on. Mm-hmm. My point is, if I'm going to give, I'm going to give. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to release that because what I'm doing is on my father's behalf. Mm-hmm. I am his representative. Mm-hmm. So when I give, I'm not going to worry about anything more. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I hear in my place of worship someone saying that, you know, they're falling on hard times, I quietly go to them mm-hmm. and say, sister or brother, you know, I can help a little bit. Love Would it. you allow me to do that? Love and it. And I tell them the exact months. I hear I can do it for six months, and that's normally my norm. Mm. I can do this for six months, and I quietly send them that yeah. money for that six month period. I don't get into I whether they're it. using it this way, that yeah. way, or the other way. Which that connects to your least. which connects to your point about not being judgmental. You're giving it up. You're not yes. lo- you're not loaning it like the scriptures say. You're actually giving no. it and entrusting that God is gonna. Uh, be blessed uh, because of your be pleased right. because of your giving. Right. I, I just love it. Now, you know what? If you didn't fall on hard, I don't know. If you didn't fall on hard times, maybe you wouldn't have that same sense of grace that I hear uh, I in your voice. I, I yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't know about that. I or have you that always my been that and way? My grandmother demonstrated. Ah. I think my parents were always that way, ah. and so I just had not love seen it. an opportunity until it was a few years after mm. I didn't have a job where. I, you know, I, like I said, I went from six digits to nothing. Then I went to 45,000 and have worked my way back up. Well, I tell you but what, my point is this. We need, oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to cut you there. Um, but you, you made a good point and I'm glad that you did, but sorry about that. Wrong button. <laughs> but you were, you were sounding good. And guess what? We need more believers like you, uh, dear sister. So thank you so much for that, Yvonne from Greenbelt. Uh, Maryland. Let's see if I can get one more in quickly before the break. Uh, let's go to Susan. Uh, and well, Susan's, Susan's at home. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. What's your comment quickly? Hi, Dr. David Anderson. This is Susan. Hi. And I just wanted to say thank you for your program. Oh, you're I welcome. want to thank you for all your words and all the people's words and how you are spiritually correcting them without them knowing it because they, <laughs> they just keep talking about themselves and their lives and their experiences. And that's all good for us to hear. But I think the number one big thing is that we need to be like you, the encourager. Mm. We need to have that spiritual part. All that other part doesn't work unless you extend your hand right where you are as a good neighbor, as you walk the walk and talk the walk and mm. do all the rest. But I, I, that's why I love your show and love oh. I have called your offices. And I talked. I'm going to give her name. Her name is Candy. I talked to her. Mm, she was good. slow and low, and she listened to me. And she encouraged me and gave me mm. the strength to get back out there and do what I needed to do. I love it. And I just want to say thank you to Candy and to you and your show. I love and it. And how you're a good listener and how you pull it back around to help us all. 
Well, thank you. Something. Thank you for taking the time to say that, Susan. And, and May- I just want to make one more comment. Okay. If, if here, I live in Howard County. But 10 seconds. And I, I just, okay, <laughs> I, I, I just wish that they would, you know, when they're mowing and cutting the, back the bushes from the curbs, I wished around the um, housing developments that they would do the same thing. It's I lost my transportation and I'm walking. Susan, I got like, you know, Susan, I got to run now because so the just, music is coming, my sister. But God bless you. Thank you so much for giving a shout out to Candy, one of our super servants. We'll be right back. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. A free book to help get the most income in retirement from TV host Josh Melberg has been released. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer this free book that reveals simple to understand truths about annuity strategies. Call 800-885-4477 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Melberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll send you the number one mistakes retirees are making with their investments today and a free DVD on how you can get more income in retirement. Like James, 57. He wants to retire in 10 years, but is afraid he might outlive his savings. He'll receive more than $49,000 of guaranteed income per year for life using next-gen annuity strategies with a $490,000 annuity. That's $49,000 per year for the rest of his life, no matter how long he lives. Call 800-885-4477 to get your free information kit. That's 800-885-4477. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength of the insurance company. Hypothetical examples. Increased income as possible following a specific strategy suited to your financial goals. Hey, folks. Rich Lee here. Well, my pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable, dryable, and the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, but now here's their best offer yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636 and use promo code WAVA to take advantage of Mike Lindell's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows now you can take your my pillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend there is no excuse to delay any longer purchase the best pillow i have ever owned call 800-517-3636 do that today and get the four pack special that's 40 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows my pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer call 800-517-3636 notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home and now even when you travel call 800 800- 517 or MyPillow.com. Promo code WAVA. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Halt! Halt! What are you chasing me for? Don't make me tease you. This is not an admission of guilt. I'm just tired. Going in Style, which is now out on video, follows three elderly friends who decide to buck retirement and rob a bank in order to get back what they think has been stolen from them. This remake of a 1979 film with the same title is a frustrating endeavor. There's a lot to like here, including positive statements about friendship and family and self-sacrificial choices, but there is lots not to like, too, including drug use, foul language, some sensual choices, and, of course, the robbery itself. So I'm only giving Going in Style a 2 out of 5 for family friendliness. Before you rent or buy, visit us at PluggedIn.com radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Families, Plugged In. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let's see if we can get in a couple more. Let's go to Profit in Maryland. Hey, Profit, welcome to the show. How are you? Profit, are you there? Going once, going twice. Well, goodbye, Profit. Let's check with uh, Greg. Greg's in Virginia. Maybe I can catch him. Hey, Greg, David Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, I'm glad I got you. I'm doing great, my friend. Hey, what are you thinking quickly here? Uh, well, this is something that I can uh, kind of speak of from experience. Um, I was homeless for about three years mm. um, from personal bad choices. Uh. But um, I've learned, you know, from inside the system how things kind of work. And uh, one thing I can say is, uh, like it says in the Bible, uh, judge and pride have to go out the window no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're both kind of enemies of us. How'd you get? How'd you get through special. it? Um, have yourself up from by your bootstraps, uh-huh. and you know, get community help. They both kind of, gotcha. you know, got me in, in a good place again. And um, like I said, um, you you know, you don't know when you drive past somebody on the street, you don't know who that is. It could be yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, and someday it may be you. That's right. You, you can never say, you know, that's never going to be me. That's right. Uh, it may be a lawyer, an ex-lawyer on the street homeless. Yep, I've that's run that. into them. <laughs> you're you're yeah, so right. I, I've lived with them. Yeah. I've lived with them. Well, praise I, God I've that, lived with, you know, that you got through it, though, and you got the help that was needed. You're doing okay now, Greg? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Like I said, you know, you, just, you can't judge, and, you know, on both sides of the fence, pride has to go out the window because it may be you out there one day. That's you right. You never know. And you you can either help, you know, somebody you drive by and help the community overall, or you can eventually get That's to right. where you're kind of living in a hood, you know, yep. where the neighborhood you live in doesn't look that well, but you have mm-hmm. to look in the mirror and say, well, did I help? That's right. Hey, Greg, listen, thanks for hanging with me, friend. Let me keep moving. Real quickly, Moretta's on the line. Mar- Moretta, you're my last call. I got about a minute. What are you thinking, sister? Um, I've, I've tried to help a whole town. But like they said earlier, a lot of them, you give them something and they constantly come back. Uh-huh. And then I've tried to help people's children mm. because, and they get the same income that I get. Mm. But they continue to send them. And if you try to report them, then there's trouble in the neighborhood. So it's mm. hard to help people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, and it can be difficult. Yeah. Or not. Mm. So uh, how do you deal with it? Um, I just tell the Lord, you know, I'll help if I feel that they're really, really in need. But most of them I'm running to, like, you know, like I say, they get the same amount of income that I get, but they're spending on drugs and alcohol, you know, and then their kids are sent to people in the neighborhood, you know. Yeah, that is. So I give up to a certain extent, and then I just quit. I heard that. I can Well, Moretta, thank you for joining the show today, and let's pray for folks that are in need because we're all in need in some way or another. So let's close out in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have been so compassionate to help all of us. Lord, help us to turn that love that you've given to us on to other people in ways that are effective and helpful, not hurtful. We need your wisdom, so we ask for it. And we thank you for this Tough Topic Tuesday topic. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Help your children and don't let them fall.